0: Welcome to the Together for Good podcast, a podcast specifically designed to inspire, challenge, and uplift you during your daily walk of faith. Today's episode, it's another installment. These have been so popular. Our staff stories, we continue um, sitting down to have just interesting conversations with members of the Bethany staff. Today I sit down with the newest member of the Bethany staff, Del Charles. Dell is our director of finance and administration, and he and I have a great conversation about books because I love books and so does Dell. And of course, uh, we are people of the book. The Bible is this collection of books, this library that is so important to our practice of faith. So Dell and I kind of talk about all of that good stuff. I really hope you enjoy it. It was a super fun conversation to have. I appreciate Del uh, going out of his comfort zone. I had to twist his arm a little bit, but happy to have him on. We really hope you enjoy this. As always, thank you for listening. Please share this with family and friends. Let them know about this resource that your church produces and puts out. But now, a conversation with Del Charles. everybody. Welcome to the Together for Good podcast. This is a continuation of our Staff Stories series. And I have the newest Bethany staff member sitting in my office. Del Charles, welcome.
1: Hey, pleasure to be here.
0: Thanks for coming on. Um, I had to twist yeah. Del's arm. Del is our new Director of Finance and Administration. Mm. That sounds super important. (laughs) Um, Del, why don't you just tell us a little bit about what you do all day in your office?
1: Yeah. uh, Basically, I, you know, kind of just sit there and uh, crunch numbers. Uh, For everybody listening, the church is in great financial shape. Excellent. Let's Um, get that out there. So, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So. Everybody can rest assured. You know, the uh, economy could shut down tomorrow, and Bethany will still be standing. So, Excellent. we are we are very well positioned, and yeah, basically, we'd like to uh, maintain that. And so, that is my primary job responsibility, as well as you know, handling kind of uh, various HR matters as nice. well. So, yeah, yeah I know you've that... been
0: working. I mean, you do. A, you're, you're always thinking about like new income streams and different mm-hmm. ways that we can um just enhance Bethany's overall marketing as well I would say and mm-hmm. we sure. have that awesome social media talk that you pulled together for us, website stuff. sure. And then you also have been working like on the employee handbook. yeah, And all that right. really mm-hmm. exciting stuff. Yeah, riveting. That yeah. I am so <laughs> glad is your responsibility and not mine. I'm glad yeah. you're here, Del. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm happy but, to be here. <laughs> I really want you, um, folks to also just get a chance to get to know you a little bit more. So yeah, tell us a little bit about where you come from, yeah. um, how you ended up here, those types of things.
1: Yeah, sure, so I'm from uh, Princeton, New Jersey. Nice. Um, My parents are uh, Haitian immigrants. Um, So growing up, my mom worked as a cashier at the Princeton University Dining Hall. I've heard of that university. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) and uh, so yeah, she was a cashier, and my dad was a uh, preacher at the uh, First Church of the Nazarene, which was in Hamilton, New Jersey. Nice. Um, So yeah, grew up going to church more than honestly I was in school, probably. There'd be times where my parents would go They'd have these events called revivals which yep. was yeah you go every single day of the week until mm-hmm. sunday and then on sunday we would have a morning service where i'm up at 6 a.m we're at church probably you know at 8 a.m don't leave till three drive back to princeton hang out at home for two hours and then come back at 6 p.m don't leave until midnight so that was my sunday growing up from yeah, zero to, I'd say, Unbelievable. 18. So yeah, a lot of church, a lot, a lot of church. And yeah. so then
0: you decided, like, I got to work at a church because <laughs> you missed that so yeah, much. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I
1: actually, <laughs> in, a, in a funny way, I did miss that structure and being in that setting. So that was definitely the main draw for sure.
0: Do you, um, from your business standpoint, do you think hmm. that this, like, revivals could be fruitful here at Bethany if we kind of did that all week, hmm. sun up to sun down type of structure? You hadn't thought about that yet. That's
1: something that w- <laughs> I would need to ruminate on that a bit, but that's, there might be something there, there for be sure. There something there. Yeah, it depends on, you know. How much time people have and you know how much you want to be here <laughs> you, absolutely yeah if, yeah
0: that's a tough sell for a lot of folks these yeah days. yeah i definitely. got a lot of netflix to watch i gotta be honest there's
1: some good shows out there <laughs> yeah i've been hearing this yes well yeah.
0: well so one of the things that Dell, you and i have in common both mm-hmm. pastors kids so we we yeah. know that life oh yeah my gosh mm-hmm. um at church all the time and here we are at church again yeah but the other thing and this happened so del and i were in an executive council meeting and we're just kind of going at the start, just going around the room, just sharing like a little bit about ourselves because it was your first exec mm-hmm. meeting and yep. so people needed to get to know you. For sure. And you just mentioned, you're like, I love reading books mm-hmm. and then we move on. And so I cornered you the next day. I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. Nobody likes reading books anymore. Yeah. And you love reading. Yeah. As do I. This yeah. is one of our shared passions. Yeah, for sure. And so that's what we're going to be talking about kind of today. Like, mm-hmm. talk to us. Where did that come from? Yeah. Um, I mean, when I remember you kind of told me a little bit about it. Like, you had... Just a cool school experience growing up that really kind of put that on your heart a little bit.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd tell say us more so. about that. Yeah, I'd say in the in the growing up in Princeton, they were, you know, and this is kind of the case with a lot of those public schools in the northeastern area that happen to be in like, you know, affluent towns. I yeah. did not grow up rich by any means. Um, but um the kind of curriculum is very much based around the canon. And so yeah. they really kind of get you started really early. So, like, in, I would say, starting in, you know, we were reading like the Odyssey and the Iliad in like sixth, seventh grade, Whoa. which I think is not, which is good and bad for various reasons. Cause I feel like at that age, you can't really appreciate those texts mm-hmm. as much as mm-hmm. you could, you know, as you get older and, you know, have just have a better sense of storytelling and, you know different types of uh, literary devices Um, but yeah they really kind of hammer that you know home I remember we got assigned the Hobbit for one month and everybody was like oh actually like a fun book you know but yeah (laughs) Yeah. and that was like a treat yeah but for the most part it was very very dusty stuff Um, absolutely what's so
0: interesting (laughs) it makes a ton of sense like you're saying I'm sure a lot of those towns in the northeast, especially ones where there happens to be an yeah. Ivy League school, yeah. You got like professors' kids who were classmates and things like that. Yeah. So there's a an upgrade of the academic standard or yeah. and, and we can maybe even say like maybe a little pretentious Absolutely. about yeah. like oh the way we're going to educate our children. <laughs> right. yeah. But what's fascinating, mm. I'm sure a lot of your classmates went through that and read yeah. these dusty books yeah. and were like <laughs> never again yeah yeah right? like you know that this is it yeah totally turns them off mm-hmm. why do you think like you know and did it immediately hook you or is it mm. kind of later on that you developed this real connection to it
1: no i've always always loved reading ever since i was a little kid awesome um, and i think and that was something that my father really you know drove home with me like he really really stressed the importance of education and yeah and reading and so you know, I remember this one time, you know, back in, uh, what, how old am I? So, what year is it? Um, yeah, I think. <laughs> You're a you back know this. When, <laughs> yeah, back, back when, um, I'm not sure if people are, uh, remember this, when, you know, the Pokemon mania was in full effect. Remember how crazy that was? Absolutely. Right, and I remember wanting to go see the movie, and um, my dad gave me a copy of, I believe it was like the red badge of courage I'm not sure if you heard of that and okay. i'm like seven years old six or seven and he was like yeah if you finish this in two days then we'll go you know and I'll, I'll take you to the movie and i couldn't you know finish it because i was six or seven it's kind of a dense book it's not like you know okay. it's not like you know the odyssey but it's like you know you need a, yeah, more than a on. day or two right you know and it's like i've got other things to do like you know Play outside and go to school and stuff, so it was hard to you know find the time to finish it, and so yeah he didn't end up you know taking didn't me. Take it the, oh yeah didn't, yeah, he didn't ta- yeah yeah he was he was like that man you so, a yeah, man of his word for sure definitely so but yeah, even when I was younger, you know reading you know books like Captain underpants and yeah, you yeah. know um what were the other ones Hoot and Flush by Carl hyacin you remember I don't those? know those no oh, okay like those. Those yeah those were those are good good for the kiddos um for sure um yeah i was of a voracious reader from a very very young age and i just kind of you know like i would say before you know um my dream job was to be a writer
0: oh, cool. and
1: my dad was like absolutely not <laughs> so but yeah when i was younger i used to like you know write stories myself and yeah. you know yeah you know make up characters and that was my that was my whole. So just thing. developing
0: a real appreciation for yeah. the written word, correct? In all yeah, senses of it. Yeah. And, well, and so I mean, you mentioned there that this was like. You you took to it mm-hmm. um, really well, but also that like your dad really encouraged it. Yeah. What do you think that what was about that that he just stressed the importance of reading so much? Hmm. Um And you have sisters too, right? Three. Yeah. And he did the same thing with them. I'm assuming. Yeah. As absolutely.
1: Well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you yeah. have any
0: sense of like why he was so passionate about that?
1: Hmm. I think he was probably. Very grateful to be able to put us in a position in which we could receive a very good education and I'm sure growing up in Haiti you know they don't have the infrastructure or the you know kind of educational system that we do here yeah granted it's actually better than a lot of people think but I think you know he simply wasn't afforded those opportunities and just didn't have those resources and so he was like you guys are here in this great town and you've got an abundance of resources and you know, utilize them. You know, and like you know, because you know, my parents worked very hard to you know, and even though they you know both worked you know nine to five you know kind of you know blue collar you know esque jobs um and didn't make much, they still supported you know all four of us, and we ended up all going to college and you know doing it's amazing yeah doing fairly well. So that's very impressive on their part. You know, absolutely to come from a situation in Haiti, you know, from dire poverty, you know, over to Princeton and. So that's really good. And so I think that, yeah, he more than, you know, because we weren't really, you know, cognizant of, you know, kind of how lucky we were, you know, to, to kind of be in that situation. So, no kidding. Yeah.
0: Well, and even just to be in Princeton, especially. Right. right? Like yeah. That you're, you know, I was in, um, I grew up in a suburb of Albany, New York. Yeah. Like a small nothing town. Yeah. And I'm sure my public school education, well, I know, it just in hearing what you talked about, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't even remember the first time I was actually assigned a book to read. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Versus you reading yeah. the, the Odyssey in seventh grade or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was not happening for me. Right, yeah. Yeah, just the, like you said, like there's just a different level in some of those northeast towns, I would think. Probably mm-hmm. other places in the country too. But yeah, sure. Yeah. A town like Princeton just probably has a different public education system than yeah. a lot of other places. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Well, so then now... Today, yeah, you still love reading, yeah. What do you think it is these days that really gets you excited, or, or what is it about? Um, yeah, and and even tell you know tell our listeners a little bit about the types of things that you're reading these days.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm I'm weird. I read either you know biographies or textbooks or short stories. Okay, those are kind of my big three as of right now. Um, I'm uh, reading this book um, called "You Can't Hurt Me" by David Gobbins. Okay and he's this um he was this um Navy SEAL that you know has run a bunch oh, of marathons it's it's very much like a a fusion between like a self-help book and a, kind of like a you can overcome anything if you sure, put sure. your mind to it and you know and you know you have to take those kind of books with a grain of salt however it is fascinating to see you know this guy who was in a really dark place you know um he said he was, you know, obese. His doctors were like, you're going to die. And he just kind of snapped out of it and said, you know what? I'm going to just, you know, do this and just push through adversity and just endure whatever I need to, you know, um, no matter what. And, you know, his mindset is basically any obstacle is surmountable. Wow. And so that's the gist of the book. So that's what I'm reading right now. It's pretty it's pretty good. But, Absolutely. one. Well, I mean, yeah. just
0: to hear about a Navy SEAL, too, like they mm. fast, like because that is. Yeah. You know, no not everyone can do that.
1: Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> um, this is yeah.
0: an upper level and an upper limit to it. Yeah. And so I'm sure there's just some fascinating just even like psychological right. tricks. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like life hacks that go along with it. Right yeah. as you go through. That's that's cool. All mm-hmm, right. Yeah. What else are you reading?
1: Yeah. That is I'm a one book at a time kind of guy. No way. I am. Yeah. I can't I can't have several because that's that's too much. I, I I commit to one and then I finish it and I move on to the next
0: one. Okay, yeah. so mm. but let's bring up short stories because sure. I love short stories as well. Yeah. Um. And what what do you think it is about that particular genre? Because that mm. that's very unique. Yeah, for sure. Um. And what is it about that that you really that really resonates with you?
1: Um. I think you know when it comes to writing or whether it be you know oral or you know pen and paper, I really value brevity and I just think that it's really. Fascinating that these authors can say so much with so little, yeah. you know Like every because with the short story obviously your, you know, your capacity is limited. You know, you're not I mean they're generally Five to six pages, but they're so powerful and every word is deliberate. Yeah, and yeah The messages are usually just very very deep and I just think that it's so cool that they can convey that uh, in such, you know a you know short kind of uh word count <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know definitely so, yeah i uh, mean in the
0: best because you taught you really love hemingway correct Ring, yeah. carver mm-hmm. i feel like those are the two that i remember you mentioning and yep. else you want to give a shout out to yeah Cheever.
1: okay mm-hmm. yeah
0: and so i mean those those writers are renowned for their mm. ability right like the, the what i love about short stories i'm sure this is kind of what you're talking about like it's just the the symbolism and yeah. the significance that gets baked into all of it. Because like yeah. you said, every word is significant. And yeah. so they mention a red balloon and you right. think it's just a subtle detail. Right. But it never is. It yeah. has some sort of deep, you mm-hmm. know, double, triple layer Correct. kind of meaning to it all.
1: Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what
0: I, I took a, a bunch of short story classes in college and loved... Mm. it's like solving a puzzle yeah it's almost like a mystery trying to like dissect it and think about correct yeah um and you know and then there's all the like literary theory of different ways to read this right yeah you know that you can interpret it in totally different perspectives Mm -hmm. yeah no, i
1: agree with you that the explication process is like the best part It's like playing detective and it's like yeah what reading between the lines and it's like what is he really saying that is yeah, one of the most exciting parts, too. I got it i yeah. I'm so Absolutely. bad at it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just always, yeah.
0: I get to the end of so many short stories, and then I'll be like, mm. huh. And then I go on Google, and I'm like, and then I get oh, yeah. read some reviews. I'm like, oh, okay. oh yeah. Okay. cool. Oh, yeah. yeah, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. not always getting it first exactly. read. You know,
1: sometimes you need a little help. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. No now, shame on that. No, do think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. be a
0: therapist for a second. Sure put you on the spot yeah like do you think your love of like brevity and being able to accomplish so much in so little words Mm -hmm. is because you had to listen to a lot of long-winded sermons from your father (laughs) (laughs) and here's the other thing too is they
1: were so i told you that they're haitian so it was in creole french all the you know oh my gosh yeah i went to a yeah haitian church yeah yeah so you know and honestly to be totally frank with you like my Creole French is not very good. So okay. there'd be like, so half the time I was like, I don't even know what they're, they're saying, you know? And so, yeah, that was, my sisters are much uh, better about it. They, they speak it a lot better than me, but okay. I just, you know, I, yeah. So I'm always embarrassed to admit that. So yeah, I just be in church, like, and you know what? To pass time, I would also always bring a book and just be reading during like my father's absolutely yeah, well, that's was, what my right? kids do this yeah These right days. so I, yeah right so i'd just be like because i'm like i'm gonna be here for eight hours this is a work day you know so like wow. yeah so i that's that's also that also was a kind of uh not an, an escape because i like being there that's what i want to sure, say sure, you're sure. right but just something i would do to to pass the time absolutely oh that's yeah. so funny yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah didn't mean to put you on your spot yep, um yep, and yep.
0: yeah Dell's dad if you're listening sorry yeah um. yep.
1: <laughs> we're getting deep here yeah i hope he doesn't hear this yeah <laughs> No,
0: but I mean, I I just love, so for me too, I I think that um, reading and books just has such an interesting connection to, you know, people of faith as well, in that we're people of the book, as we say, and we have these stories that we've been handed down that, kind of like short stories too, you know, like you read Jesus' parables and there's like four different ways, at least, that you can interpret and think about them. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just love that process too of... Well, you know, and I'm sure you've done, like, book clubs and stuff, right? Like, when you're talking about these short stories with a group, that's the fun part of, you know, explicating the text together. Right, yeah. And it's the same thing, right? Like, that's what I love about leading Bible studies here at Bethany. It's like, we get to sit down and think about this together and kind of learn from one another's Mm -hmm. viewpoint and how these words are hitting us. Yeah. So, I mean, as you you think about this, too, though, just in terms of all of the things you like to read. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more, though, the one I've been saving. You said textbooks. Yeah. And I think like what's fascinating, people often read the Bible as like a textbook, they say, Mm -hmm. even though it's so many different genres, like it's a library of books smashed together. Yeah. But so what is it for you? Like, are you what's the last textbook you read and what do you specifically mean when you say that?
1: Uh, The last textbook I read, I think, was on options trading. Um, And so just the various kind of strategies. So it was like very math. Heavy. It wasn't, like you know, it was fascinating. Just, yeah, it was just simply, you know, something that. Super technical. That, yeah, yeah, it was legit, it was a textbook. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, you'd be, you know, um, assigned in, you know, a, a college course or, you know, something of the sort. Um, so, and yeah. you have
0: like a steady diet of these textbooks that you, like, just oh, yeah, when you want to learn something new.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that wasn't even, you know, I already was very, pretty well versed in options trading just because I worked in oil and gas banking. Oh, wow. um, And okay. so, you know, a lot of those companies will um use a lot of different financial instruments calls and puts which are you know the different types of options in order to kind of hedge their um their uh, portfolios as well you know so let's say they think that you know uh-huh. oil is going to drop they'll buy options in order to kind of cover you know and mitigate that risk you know so they're not just le- left hanging dry so yeah i mean i yeah.
0: and it's the whole trading world is just bananas these days yeah. I, I read there's a book called Flash Boys. And Good it's book. By, um, who's it by? Help me remember. Uh, I forgot. Like, he
1: wrote Moneyball 2. Michael too, Lewis. Dude? Michael Lewis. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank yep, you. Yep, yeah, yeah. Because yep. I knew he'd written a bunch of other stuff. That's yeah. why I read it. Yeah. And it was fascinating just yeah. to learn
0: about all of the, the that's, that's the, what is that called? Um, the super quick type of trading.
1: I think it's called, um, what, no, what can high, yeah, high frequency, frequency traders. Trading. Yeah. Yeah. That's way above what I was doing. Yeah, and yeah. Those guys are. Like, Ph.D. computer science. And oh, and it's, it's, and, it's and it's all about next, speed. And, right, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. Know, like,
0: part of that book is telling this whole story of how they had to build, like, the line from Chicago to New York in right. the most direct way possible. Right. And, like, blast through a mountain yeah. because mm-hmm. nanoseconds matter. Yeah, and just right. Of, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's not what you were. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, no, that stuff is... <laughs> Yeah, for other people. <laughs> me and uh, those guys, different guys. Yeah, yeah that's not yeah. for me
0: either. But I mean, what I, I, I set you up on this because I thought you would say, you know, you're reading textbooks to learn something new. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that it totally, like, I absolutely get that. And I just kind of, for our listeners too, um, I I I appreciate, while I go against the idea of the Bible as a textbook, um, it does give you that option to learn something new. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much in there. And every time you read it, it can hit you in a different way. Yeah. Um and well, just to be yeah. able to interact with books like that, I don't know, there's just something Yeah. There's something really powerful, any book, yeah, about that relationship that you kind of form with the text, with yeah. its characters. Yeah. With its ideas, yeah,
1: absolutely, yeah, yeah it's yeah. just good stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, well, hey Dell, you did a really. Good... This is your first time on the Together for Good podcast. Are we done? Oh my gosh! You did oh such... wow! If you have more to
1: say, no, no, Any that's... closing
0: thoughts for our listeners no, that you want them to know.
1: No closing thoughts. I'm um, just that I'm um, I'm happy to be here at Bethany. Every day's a dream. So yeah, thanks for having me.
0: That, yeah, every day is a dream having you around, Dell. We really appreciate <laughs> having you here. Yeah, uh, and you listeners, thank you for as always checking in on the podcast and listening along. Share it with your family and friends. We really appreciate your attention to this. Stay in peace, everyone.